on purpose. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, my game's on. Miami's in the red zone. I'll, I'll I be mean, back. What is that in the background? Definitely can't tell. Yeah, de- definitely not. Uh, it is now fourth and like two from inside uh, the Cincinnati it's, five. It's not being described because uh, we do not have express written consent of the NFL. I can state things that have happened. You can't state things that are currently happening. Okay, I will not tell you that Miami is lining up for a field goal. Blur, blur your background. <laughs> Put a background blur. <laughs> how's, how's this for blurring my background? Uh, I'm still bitch, I'm sure. I, but yeah, I'm probably. comfortable with it. Anyway, you know what really blurs the background? Uh, hurricane. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> we're already off the rails here. This shit getting kind of big. Were we ever though? on the rails? No. The hurricane no. is on the rails straight to South Carolina, which is why South Carolina versus South Carolina State is happening today instead of Saturday. Didn't it get downgraded to a tropical storm, though? Like, am it, I dreaming that? No, it, it usually does after it makes landfall, and it spent about a day over Florida. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it almost shit. hit Cat 5, though, before it hit land. Yeah, so. yeah I know. It was like five miles per hour under or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely shitting on Fort Myers and Tampa. For some reason, those two cities absolutely pissed off Ian because for once, Miami wasn't hit by a hurricane. Um,. I just want well, to know the hurricanes if it's, can't it's hit actually Ian, or if it's Ian, like Ian Eagle. It's it's Ian. Who's to say? I mean, we didn't. Hey, ask what do you call a magician that's lost his magic? No, this comes uh, later. What the Ian, shit? Ian. I've used that one before. How'd you not know it already? I was more surprised that we we're going with the dad joke this early in the show. Because it's a good time, and that's what we're all about here at BDT Football. Um, so, as you can tell, all three of us are back. <laughs> we, we were back last one, too. Yeah, but it's so inconsistent, I have to keep saying it. I have to keep bringing it up. Because you won't be here at all. Happens, and it we won't be this way for much longer. <laughs> Sammy Hagar's happens. birthday happens. Yeah. So, all right, we got uh, all <laughs> kinds of things to bring. Are you going to drive 55 on the way there? No, we're going to fly 55. Much faster than 55. You're supposed to say <laughs> I can't drive 55. I gave you a softball, you fucking disappointed in me. I know what you're referencing, and I want to be not. more realistic than that. No. We are not driving all the way down. 55. The- we are perfect. Good enough. <laughs> um, we have a lot of football to talk about, okay? Let's get back to the point of the show, please. We're only five and a half minutes in. Let's kick it off some NFL news. All right. Hold on. Can you guys believe we're already basically a quarter of the way through the NFL season and nearly halfway through the college season? That is not correct. So, F off. The regular seasons, it is. It is only week five of college football, okay? We are not. Out of 13. Boy, I will. (laughs) Unless you're on Hawaii. Or if we count Army-Navy week, and then it's like 15 weeks. So So you're a third of the way through. Suck it. Doug's just trying to feel like football's not (sighs) progressing as fast as it is. Football's not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah, 
Exactly, because free. once these seasons end, then it'll be the FCF and the USFL and the XFL. We're going to be fine. Stop worrying. You, you know, know who's who not fine? I was, no, I was going to say, you know who will be fine? Uh, is Miles Garrett. Uh, That's probably more accurate, yes. <laughs> if that's who we're going to start with, I mean... I mean, he's first on the else. list, but uh, Miles Garrett will be fine. Uh, again, I've seen things, but I've been in and out of work super busy. Who's got the details on this? The large like Douglas. Douglas fucking guess. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, like I said on the show last time, I actually do know the stretch that Miles Garrett wrecked at. Uh, it's not a hard stretch of road to be driving. So it comes down to he was speeding kind of excessively and swerved to avoid an animal. Um, he has a history of speeding. I don't blame him because those roads are flat and straight and boring as hell. And also he has some nice vehicles. So I understand how this happened. Personally, don't blame the man. <laughs> I would say he can't drive 55. God damn it. We're back to this. <laughs> yeah. So nothing's broken for real. Like he legitimately might still play against Atlanta this weekend, I guess. Uh, Stefanski hasn't committed to anything, of course. But I think he's going to be ultimately fine. The next player that will also be fine is uh, Zach, the Cougar Hunter himself, Wilson. He is clear to play and will be starting this week. Oh, God, I forget who they're playing. Shit, I'm a failure. They're in your division. I know who the... I know he plays for the... Oh, they're playing... Are they playing the Bills? No. Well, the Jets are in your division. The Jets are in your division. That's all we're saying. How do you not know your entire division's... Schedule Gee, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> We're playing the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, they have to wrap up the entire AFC North in the four weeks. That's remember? that's right. I mean, I mean, the Ravens are finishing up the entire AFC East in the same amount of time. So, um, weird. Schedule. Honestly, a very solid way for for Zach Wilson to get uh, reacquainted with the NFL real quick. Uh, I'm not looking for him to have a, a record-breaker year. I'm not saying you should start Garrett Wilson, but uh, we'll get to our starts later. Um, but he should be relatively successful against a hurting Steelers defense with uh, J, uh, TJ Watt out. Yeah, I know we're going to get to our starts later, but we have a bunch of running backs <laughs> that are very questionable, to say the least. Dave Montgomery didn't practice today, Thursday, if you're an audio listener here. DeAndre Swift didn't practice today, along with him. Amon Ross St. Brown didn't practice for the Lions. Jonathan Cook Taylor didn't missed practice, a practice for the first Taylor. time since before high school. See, so the reason and I then he was upgraded to full today. Yeah, yeah, the reason I, I say Jonathan Taylor in this is because Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey, the other back I wanted to highlight here, Everybody's kind of thinking they're going to play, which is stunning that Christian McCaffrey is on an injury report and expected to play. When's the last time that happened? Literally week one with his shin issue because he got cleated. <laughs> okay. Getting cleated is not the same as a football, a normal football injury. You Christian said what was McCaffrey the last time he was on the injury report yeah, and expected to play. Uh, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift is pretty much not going to play. We've known that since the injury occurred. 
Dalvin Cook is kind of questionable, and more details are kind of coming out with David Montgomery being not just his ankle, but also a knee injury. Uh, so it, it's that one's still kind of dicey. We'll we'll talk more fantasy later. I don't know, John. It doesn't look like you have either of those guys highlighted, but or their backups for that matter. I w- I will say, Dalvin Cook has been highlighted or has been upgraded to healthy uh, at the end, so he is more than expected to play. He should be a go. I got that notification from Sleeper today. Um, that being said, you know who's not playing this weekend? Uh, and Doug, is this the same Bosa brother with the groin injury from Ohio State? I know one of them went down with a groin and stopped playing. Was that Nick? That was Nick. Okay, well, Joey decided to, to join his brother Nick and have some groin issues. And um, I didn't see the play. Uh, I saw the end of the play, and I saw that uh, Joey was in a lot of pain. Um, the fact that he's going to the IR, I don't know if it's season-ending or the temporary IR, but this should be concerning for Chargers fans. I know you have Khalil Mack on the opposite side, but part of the allure of having that defensive line was having both Joey and Khalil Mack. Uh, so this one would be concerning to me. Uh, what are you guys thinking of this one? He'll miss at least four weeks, according to the league's injured reserve policy. Yep. And they're expecting him to be back by the end of the season. So let me pull up their schedule here. I I don't know how this is going to affect them. They, I'll say this: Khalil Mack underwhelmed last year when he was healthy. Uh, so if I'm a Chargers fan, as far as this pass rush goes, I'm concerned. Fortunately, this week they're playing the Texans, and they got the Browns, Broncos, and Seahawks, all very winnable, even without Joey Bosa. We yeah, thought that about, about the Jaguars slapped by the Jags, right? Yeah, thirty-eight to ten. Maybe the Jags are legit. Maybe that's what we're overlooking here. I mean, they so, are number one in the AFC South, which was supposed to be the worst division in football. Yes, and, and that really isn't. Is. I was gonna say it really isn't an argument proving that they're not. <clears throat> I mean, golly, dude, how how much better can BYU be like compared to Utah State? Like everything now is completely going wrong for Utah State. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you have express written consent from the Mormons? I ain't talking about the game happening. I'm talking about just BYU is obviously a much better team right now than Utah State is. Oh, God. All right, guys. I'm not really tracking any more major news. Um, I will bring up one fun one. Apparently, there was a fan, I sent you guys this earlier, a fan that was caught filming all of Miami's walkthrough practices on uh, yes, yesterday. So, Mike McDaniels had fun. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Mike McDaniels had some fun with it and put, in a, uh, put a 12th guy out there. So, now all of the film they leaked to the, uh, to the internet has 12 guys on the field from Miami. It just looks like they're playing, you know, Canadian rules football. It's fine. I, I will be upset if Miami gets a 12th man on the field penalty today, though. I will say that. I I won't. I'll think it'd be funny, but that's just me. Me too. That'd be pretty hilarious. <laughs> I was like, we did this in practice. <laughs> yeah, but you're our eighth receiver on the depth chart for a fucking reason. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Let's, let's bring up the slides here, and uh, let's review Monday's game real quick. At least mention it, uh, and then we'll get into the primetime game. Yeah, because Monday night was a thing, wasn't it? Uh, It was not as bad as Sunday night. It it was still pretty bad. 
Well, it wasn't good. It just wasn't <laughs> as bad as Sunday night. Uh, Cowboys did win. Um, yeah. Yeah. Called it. Told you. Here's know. here's my question for you guys, though, because I've seen it around. Cowboys win this week. A very winnable game, in my opinion. Dak's not even scheduled to maybe come back until next week. Um, We have a, a quarterback problem. No. In no. Not at all. No. Cooper Rush would be 4-0. I understand. It's not just about that. It can't be just about that. It has to be how well he can actually run the offense. And to just say winning, that's not taking into account the litany of other things you have to do to be actually the starting quarterback. I don't know. I'm not the coach. So I'm not seeing all those intricacies. Um, from the outside looking in, I would say there's absolutely no fucking way that happens. Uh, <laughs> Dak Prescott will be right back starting as soon as possible. That's that's where I'm at. Fair enough. And in case anybody was confused as to why Tug uh, is not paying any lick of attention. I am too. <laughs> I just keep switching back and forth. And I noticed uh, that you put the little NFL signal in front of me, so that way when I turn the screen, it's going off. Uh, but Miami is on the <laughs> on the game right now uh, on Thursday Night Football, playing the Bengals. Uh, we won't get into the current status. Um, the Bengals are I'm up. I'm just with you. I know. It's fine. You can talk about it. You've got like five monitors. I've seen your setup. Why do you have it on behind you? <laughs> Especially because I can bring it up on Prime. Great question. Exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, anyway, uh, this honestly should be a good game. It's almost another litmus test for Miami uh, coming on a short week. Their defense does look sluggish, but that's what happens when you play 90 plays against Buffalo. Um, I don't know. I know we don't officially pick these, but uh, what, what are you guys thinking on this game? I'm thinking we don't pick them, and I don't want to risk my 500 this, record on a okay, game that's not count. This will not count. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing ben it because if I'm wrong, you guys are totally going to count it. I know how this I goes. Promise I promise. Dude, I will not. <laughs> ben might in last place, but I have a lead, so I'm good. Yeah, so you have nothing to lose from this. Cincinnati. <laughs> All right, then I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I will stick with the Dolphins this week. I think... No, the Dolphins are playing like a better team right now as of late. I would say it's really obvious that that's true. Even after that delay of game. I will say. They got the timeout in. I'm not watching, so I don't know what's happening currently. And I'm at a significant disadvantage. Because instead of watching that, I'm definitely still watching Utah State BYU. And Utah State is running all over them. This is wild. Utah State is 1-3, and and they should be getting run off the field here. But they're definitely running on the field, and it's impressive. <laughs> Alright, moving on to our next game in this matchup, or the, these primetime match, matchups this week. We've got the Sunday Night Football, Kansas City at maybe Tampa Bay. It does currently look as if they're going to Tampa, Tampa Bay. 
Uh, uh, reports have the stadium holding out. Tom Brady tweeted out that he is happy to be coming home on Sunday. Um, so let, let home to what though? Didn't just didn't his wife move out? <laughs> home at least to the stadium for Tampa Bay. Which I mean, hold on, let's be real. Tom Brady's for Tom Brady. Raymond James is home. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, I, I'll kick us off on this one. I, something's just not clicking with Tampa Bay. They have issues on the offensive line. I there are things I want to say, but I refuse to say because the second I do, I speak the opposite into existence. Um, but I'm still going Kansas City on this one. Like yep. really. No in Kansas City because they don't have all the extra shit with a hurricane going on. Well, in the NFL style, that screams a Tampa Bay win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. And I'd agree if they didn't have issues on the offensive line. I'd agree if they didn't have issues at wide receiver. I'd agree if they weren't trying to find yet another running back to supplant into this offense. The defense is whatever. It's I, mean, I They're not bad. They're not great. They're not what they were last year. And there's issues all over this offense. The Chiefs have issues of their own as well, sure. I don't know. I think there's too much going on in Tampa Bay right now for it to not be a Kansas City style to get back on the winning track. I agree I with you. There's a lot happening with both of these teams. Kansas City just got beat by the Indianapolis Colts um, and didn't look good in the process. So I don't think either team is as solid as they were this time, you know, last year, two years ago. Three years ago, all the above. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just going to take the home team. It feels relatively evenly matched. That's got where I was kind of at with this one. I like yeah. it. I... And I think that that's fair, too. I think we've definitely seen teams succeed big their first game back after a hurricane, looking at another team in the NFC South, ironically, New Orleans there. So Yeah. Well, that was we'll the see. whole season after the hurricane. So. I mean, also true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just shocked that San Francisco is allowed to play on Monday night after last week. Um, our third match of the week is L.A. traveling to uh, to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Uh, that is the Rams 49ers, a crucial early week NFC West matchup. Man, I don't know. Something just seems off again about the Niners. Um they're readjusting their system to fit Jimmy G more, which I don't know why they did because he played fine in it the first week he came in in relief. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm I'm leaning uh, L.A. on this one. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I agree. It seems like there's a lot of sabotage in for Jimmy G, I'll, which doesn't make sense. If you really think Trey Lance is your guy and you want him to be the guy moving forward, at least try and get something good out of Jimmy G on his way out. Uh, so I, I don't understand what they're doing. I agree with you with everything you said about the offense last week as compared to when he came in relief uh, for Trey Lance in week two. L.A., they looked pretty bad week one, specifically Matt Stafford. But it looks like those kinks got worked out. The offense is clicking a lot better. Uh, I have questions about their run game, but not so much that I think San Francisco is going to win. There's been a lot of guys absent on that defense. I haven't heard anything about Fred Warner this year, and we're three weeks into the season. Yeah, uh, I think everything you guys are saying is absolutely 100% correct. I also think the 49ers are 
just one of those teams that make every game the most disgusting game you could possibly think of. And if <laughs> you're the app wrong. state of the NFL. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is a stupid, weird game for a litany of reasons. I love litany today, apparently. I've used it twice for the first time in years. Um, intentionally. I, I don't know. I'm taking the 49ers just because, partially, for reasons. That's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this just because anti-memeing or anything. You know, I'm legitimately... That, that I'm made it sound so much like you were doing it for anti-memeing. Well, because I'm not given legitimate reasons for either of these picks. I'm given a, fuck it, we roll. For both of these. <laughs> All right, let's move it on. Which to the... just means if you're a betting man, you should probably go with Dodgers. Facts. <laughs> um, so kick us off with your game of the week, Bug. Yeah, I probably got the most disgusting game of the week. Uh, I don't know. Right. Mine's going to be pretty fucking close. The Commanders versus the Cowboys. Both of these teams are banged up and looking gross. Washington, arguably the worst team in the league right now. Uh, they've definitely got some competition in that department, but I don't see this going well for them at all going into Dallas. I've got the Cowboys winning this one. They're favored by three and a half, and I think they cover that easily. I, I don't know what's wrong in Washington. Nothing is working for them. They've got to figure something out. I don't think it's going to be this week, though. This whole division is a massive dumpster fire. And then, and then there's Jalen surrounded Hurts. surrounded by quest sharks, and then uh, reigning over it all is touchdown Jalen Hurts. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna, I don't know. Feels like Cooper Rush has no business winning games, um, <laughs> and the fact he's won three already feels like he's reached his god given quota. And he's only won two this year. Three all time. Yeah, three all time. Okay. And, yeah, I'm just going to say, I don't know, Terry McLaurin catches eight touchdowns, and <laughs> I mean, the I Commanders would love win for by, that to win, happen. The Commanders win by three points. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. It's a battle of the Ohio State receivers, as Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, for the Commanders go off, and then Noah Brown goes off for the Cowboys, and it's just, <laughs> like, Good field goal win for the Commanders. Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is going to be a sloppy game, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Cooper Rush can continue to piece it together. It seems like Mike McCarthy is much better at game planning for Cooper Rush than than Dak, which is a other than for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> serious question. Um, I don't know. The Cowboys are too inconsistent for me to put any faith in them. Not that Washington is much better. I think they put well. This they're one consistent, together, just not in a good way. They're consistently inconsistent. They're consistently pretty dang bad. That's what they are. Well, they have Carson Wentz <laughs> quarterback. So are we surprised? Carson no, Wentz is not. like the QB eight on the year right now. He only had one bad week so far. That's uh, yeah, okay. That's that's, that's some news. That's, all right. Um, I obviously took the game of the week because I'm 
one who writes the notes and got to pick the game first. And I was like, screw y'all, I'm taking this one because it's the good one. Bills um, at Ravens. I gotta say, I didn't actually have a whole lot of faith in my own. Oh no. Oh, bye, dog. Hold on. Awesome. No, he comes back. I've seen this before. Does usually. He? Yeah, usually he does. <laughs> All right, anyway, while we're waiting for Doug to come back, I've got the Broncos Raiders, another ugly matchup. Look, I don't know what to expect out of either of these teams at this point. That's kind of why I'm, I'm interested. Uh, the Broncos seem to have been able to pick up the trash games uh, and somehow win them. Two of the three of them. Hey, look, he's back. Uh, I don't know. I'm taking the Broncos here because I trust them just a little bit more than the Raiders. That's fair. I don't trust the Raiders at all. That's really all this comes down to. They shouldn't have hired this, or fired Basatia. That's all. The, really, this is where it ends, starts and ends for me. Uh, so I'm taking the Broncos, even though I have just as many reasons to not take them as I do to not take the Raiders. Again, totally reasonable. <laughs> taking the Raiders. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. I think their due is a perfectly good reason for me because I kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I think uh, at some point Derek Carr to Devonte Adams is going to work, and if not now, when? Because the Broncos are not that good. So the, the issue that they're running into, the issue is Devon, uh Derek Carr to Devonte Parker, uh, Devonte Adams is working. The problem is that's the only thing that's working. Well, I had a pretty good week. I mean, you know, I'm just saying in general, the offense as a whole. That's fair. It's going to work at some point. Why not now? Let's go Josh McDaniels is still uh, the head coach. Jeez. Also I true. hope Let's they win in such a disgusting way that they still fire Josh McDaniels this week. <laughs> that's that's supported for, I guess. <laughs> Let's go back to your uh, game, Doug. Since you, yeah, uh, so what I was trying to guy. say for my internet – refused to let me say it, is that I wasn't even convinced of my own preseason pick for MVP when I said Lamar Jackson has a real shot at this. And it's looking pretty dang good right now because Lamar Jackson is carrying this organization on his back. And uh, you know who else is doing that? Definitely not Ken Dorsey. So I think this is going to be really No, he's too busy game. throwing the iPad. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, Kind of, again, when it's two teams that I really don't know who to pick between, I tend to go with the home team. I know they're kind of – it's not really that far. There's going to be plenty of Bills fans there at this game. At the same time, I'm kind of throwing my weight behind my own preseason prediction here. I think the Ravens are going to be really freaking good this season, and I'm saying Lamar Jackson earns hella monies. That's one thing we can agree on, that Lamar Jackson earns hella monies. Uh, many, many, many monies. Um, what I don't agree is I don't think the Ravens pull this one out today uh, or this week. I, I think the Bills do. The Bills are just a much more well-rounded team. I talked about this Monday. The Bills should have won that game against Miami. Like, by every metric, the Bills should have won that game. Um, and I think the Bills' defense has a better chance of containing Lamar nuts. Jackson. So than undefeated. Yeah, yes. for now. Um, 
I love that. <laughs> like, I think the Bills have a better chance of containing Lamar Jackson than any other defense that he's faced so far this year. So I'm going with the Bills. Uh, we saw what explosive weapons did to the Ravens down the stretch in that Miami game. And I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but the Bills also have explosive weapons that are going to come to life during the stre- down the stretch of the game. No, they stay alive the entire game. I'm yeah. sorry, but you said explosive, and it made me think of the time Lamar Jackson had a run to the restroom mid-game. Because <laughs> he was about to shit himself. So hey, maybe that funny. happens again, and that just pulls it more in the Bills' favor. Of course, didn't he come back and win that game after that, though? I think so. A couple pounds lighter? Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> Wasn't that week one against the Browns? Ironically. Oh, I, I hope so. I don't remember if that's true or not, but that sounds great. That, that I sounds bet you if I look perfect. up Lamar Jackson poop game, it'll tell me exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> Ravens versus Browns thriller, the Lamar Jackson poop game. He dropped oh, a steamer in Cleveland. <laughs> he, he took the Browns to the Super Bowl. Something Baker Mayfield could never do. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Start him, sit him. Yeah. So, now that I'm back, the first week we did this, we were kind of floundering, figuring out how to do this. I started a running back and a receiver and tug sat or running back and receiver or something dumb. I'm doing the wide receivers. Tug's going to do the running backs. And this sit is going to surprise a lot of people. It's Hollywood Brown. But here's the thing. It's the second most points of his career. And the Cardinals have not, fantasy-wise, second most points of his career. And the Cardinals have not wowed me on the offensive side of the ball to this point this season. It's tough to follow up a, a career performance like that, even as the number one target. Question. Is this a double XP weekend? It is not a double XP weekend, but I'm glad you brought that up. Kyler Murray is a day behind on prep because the COD beta ended on Monday. So you know he wasn't doing any film review on Monday. <laughs> I'll also say this. I don't like this match against Carolina's secondary. I don't. And I know Carolina has had issues, too. I know, but we, parts... we've all basically said at some point throughout the offseason, Carolina's secondary is the best part of that team. Exactly. And we like a lot of those young pieces. So, exactly. I understand. So, yeah, it, this is – I if you want to start Hollywood Brown, absolutely go for it. I would not fault you at all. Personally, I would sit him, though. My start for the week is Alan Lazard. Why? Sammy Watkins is out. Sure, Lazar's ankle is 100%, but after the game Romeo Dobbs put up his Dobbs. career week last week, Dobbs, Dobbs, fuck him. He plays for the Packers. This is I'm trying to not puke through this. Okay. The imagine, Lizard. Yeah, I imagine New England's probably going to put a little more focus on Dobbs than Alan Lazard this week. It's, when you include the ankle, when you include Dobbs was the top target last week, I like how this is all working out for the Lizard King here. Or you can call him Dubs. So the Lizard King is actually Sammy Watkins. Because he's cold blooded. He's also out, so he lost. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, the best fantasy player of all time in, in week, week one. one. <laughs> you know, we know how it is at this point. Honestly, man, yeah. I, I, I like these picks. 
Well, that's good because there are they all communism. This is definitely <laughs> definitely a hot take on Hollywood Brown. So, all right, all right. Push it. well, running backs. All right, this this first one to sit hurts for me because I've been waiting to play him. I've been itching to play him, but look. Don't start JK just yet. Sit JK one more week. The schedule gets a lot easier after they face the Bills, a top-end defense. He's still trying to get his feet back underneath him from uh, from his ACL, so probably still on a pitch count. Kenyon Drake's doing well. Just be patient one more week with JK Dobbins. Uh, sit him this week and, and wait for that favorable matchup. Now, I am going to start James Robinson. Um Look, the man's been it all year. He's clearly still the number one out in Jacksonville. Uh, they've got a, a tough matchup this week uh, drawn against uh, against Philly, and that defense is no joke, but they are giving up points to running backs. That being said, what you got to watch out for with this start, and it's the only thing that makes me cautious about this, is a negative game script. They tend to pass more, which may take some touches away from, from James Robinson, but, man... He's beat the Achilles injury. He is the first running back I've seen come back from the Achilles and look like his true form the first week. So he hasn't lost a step. He's been putting up over 20 points a game in, in half PPR. I'm starting James. See, if he's putting over 20 points a game in half PPR, even in a negative game script, I think he's still got value. So I, I love that pick. As far as J.K. Dobbins goes, I 100% agree. I'm amazed that he is actually coming back. I, unfortunately, we do see a lot of running backs have those ACL tears and miss two seasons, if not end careers, even with as good as the technology and surgery is now. So, yeah, absolutely let him get a game underneath him, especially a game against a top-10 defense. Bring him in next week. For sure. Love you, J.K., though. For real, though. It'll be the first time he's gotten real action since college, isn't it? Um, no. He, no, he had he, a solid he plays like a game. He had like a game or two that he went off rookie year. Also, that is my oh, only okay. Ohio State signed. That is my only signed Ohio State is J.K. Dobbins. You're welcome. Uh, that's a solicitation for more signed Ohio State jerseys, by the way. If anyone you have a supporting helmet. show. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have a helmet <laughs> from the Mr. Pancake himself. I, I'm aware I have the signed helmet, but I need more signed jerseys as well. I like Ohio State collectibles. Anyway, we have to talk about college news. <laughs> um, All right, I guess so we'll start off. We'll start off with an injury. Texas A&M has lost their wide receiver Aeneas Smith for the season with a leg fracture. Now, why are we talking about a receiver injury? <clears throat> uh, we didn't even talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba when he went down, right? He still hasn't been playing. Well, you have to consider that Nia Smith has been about a quarter of the entirety of Texas A&M's offensive production this season so far, and their offense has not been good. So to lose that, this is going to be really rough for Texas A&M. Uh, don't like the prospects of this offense going forward. At the same time, that defensive line is still the most talented in the country by a mole. And we need to be recruiting number one defensive lineman in the class every single year. We just got the 2023, one of the holdouts in the top 10 of the 2023 class to commit. <coughs> yeah, this defense is going to be fine once again, same as last year. 
the offense is going to suck yet again, same as last year. We know how it is for the Aggies at this point. But man, I was gonna say, hasn't that been Jimbo Fisher's like mo the, his entire career? Yeah, yeah. But to lose a quarter of your offensive production on one leg snapping, that kind of sucks, you know. And yeah, it fucking rough. snapped. Yeah, <laughs> it was gross. Don't look it up. Don't seriously. Don't look yeah. it up. Uh, so the NCAA has been doing some things. Not that well. Really enjoyable. Good for all of us. That's yep. So the college football playoff, I guess we should start with actually not under the NCAA. Uh, they did have a meeting about when to start that twelve-team playoff format. Nobody really knows what the format's going to look like just yet. Are we actually going to have first-round games on campus? We don't know for sure at this time. Nobody knows anything. It feels like, and we're trying to get this implemented in the next couple of years, if possible. They couldn't agree on literally anything. They walked out of that meeting room knowing less than they walked in with. So nothing has happened at this point, but there that was sounds, a meeting. That sounds like my does... typical staff meetings, man. Like, I walk in and I leave with significantly more questions than I entered with. Like, well, there are a bunch of retired military guys on the board. That's his <laughs> This does not bad. bode confidence for a dissolution of the NCAA as far as being in charge of football, that it will be any better. Right. I know, like, I know this is something that's kind of just been like a pipe dream conversation for us, but this is fucking scary that we can't get this shit figured out. It's going to take time to figure this out. Like it's, I, I did not expect them to have it answered the first time. Now what they should have, they should have had, they should have had some answers, maybe not a date, but at least a, Hey, this is what the bracket's going to look like because newsflash setting up a bracket for 12 teams isn't that hard? Doug does it like every few weeks for us, like for fun. Like with a lot more than twelve. <laughs> There's literally so, yeah. programs that will do this for you. True. True. I, just I don't, don't even it. use those. I just do it all up in here. The dome piece. Hire <laughs> him, please. Dome pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This, this is a good point. Hey, uh, college football playoff. Doug is definitely looking for a new job. So, uh, if you want somebody just to set a bracket for you every year, he's got you, man. <laughs> he'll even change it. He'll, he'll give the buys in different places. Like, I'm only looking for a new you. job if they're going to pay me more money. Let's, I let's guarantee see the salary they pay first. you more money for this. I don't know that yet. I haven't seen the offer sheet come through. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, the NCAA themselves are doing some dumb things, though, including we talked about the fine for Texas Tech for rushing the field already. Apparently, it was only $50,000 and not two hundred fifty, like we thought it was at one point. Uh, the Big 12 has much lower, lower fines than the SEC, apparently. But um, within, like, 10 minutes of the fine being announced, apparently there was a GoFundMe set up for all the fans to contribute to pay this fine for the university. Like, we were the ones who rushed the field. Let's be the ones who pay the fine. I respect it. Uh, that GoFundMe was refunded back to the people who donated because there was a local union in Lubbock who said, actually, nah, we'll just cover this for you, which is wild. When's the last time any bank has ever done anything nice for anyone in history? Also, I love college football. That's amazing. That's what this comes down to, is I love college football. I hate the NCAA, but I love college ball. 
And then Tug, you're going to love this one. Well, that's why I hate oh. the NCAA. I, too, hate the NCAA, but we're not a basketball podcast, so go on. Uh, Air Force just got... Uh, I don't know. What's what's the proper terminology for this? The big blue Down. weenie? The Air Force caught the big blue weenie. No, that's it. <laughs> and I it mean, works because the NCAA's logo is blue. Like, this is perfect. What Air Force did, they held a couple of official visits, I think, during COVID. Um, when it was a the COVID dead periods, everything was locked down more than usual. You literally can't talk to people. Nothing. Recruiting is over and done with for the duration of whatever they said it was. And Air Force is like, um, no, we're going to have people on campus. So then... Every like, school had people on campus. Let's be fucking real. It's, we're just aware. now catching the ones that were dumb enough to get caught. I'm aware. Um, so now, two years later, Air Force is getting a hell of a punishment for this. Uh, two years probation. The staffers involved are all getting show cause restrictions on hiring them anywhere else. I mean, this is like, it's kind of intense. Especially when compared to LSU's $5,000 fine. Self-imposed um, $5,000 fine. One year probation. How does that work? And a show calls for somebody that didn't even fucking fire. <laughs> Do they Look, have to show cause to keep him on staff? Probably not. All right, so I'm going to tell you guys what disappoints me the most about this. Like, And I know for a fact that, yeah, Air Force is all high and mighty with integrity first. Right, I get it. I lived it. I'm there. Cool. <coughs> they have so many exempt exemptions to how they run business at this school. All they had to say was this was not official football visits. And the NCAA would have been like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, that's pretty standard. Like, cool, whatever. Like, but no. <laughs> no, guys, we fucked up. Like, it actually wasn't. It was, they just happened to play football in high school. Those guys aren't <laughs> even on the football team anymore. It's just... <laughs> yeah, that didn't. That doesn't work. You don't even have to be an employee at the school when you break the rules, and you'll still get fucked later. I just right. like, I fucking hate the NCAA. <laughs> yeah, they could have. So, and, and the worst part is, this almost sounds like they reported it themselves. I know. I think they did. <laughs> so, I think there's also a scholarship restriction somehow. Uh, which doesn't make sense because everybody who goes to the academies on scholarship, not even just football players. That's how academies work. Dude, uh, and then that two, would actually, actually, I'm fine with that being a punishment because it shows how fucking stupid the NCAA is. Right. And then there's a number of official visits got restricted. I think it got reduced which like again, 46. Which shows how fucking stupid the NCAA I, is. Okay, I so I, I know this. I know every player can technically only go on like three or four official visits, right? Um, they have as many unofficials like as they that. want. Something like that. Can the schools bring in as many as they want, or are the schools restricted to? I have never heard of an official visit cap for a school. Before. Okay. Not the, the one. I just have never heard of one, and I do follow recruiting relatively closely. So, yeah, maybe this is completely bullshit penalty. I just. <laughs> Except for the two-year probation, because that's fun. 
NCAA, yeah. fix yourself. What is the probation? Like, is it a bowl prohibition or is it just like no, you're off if, if you fuck up again, we'll really come down on you. LSU. Right. <laughs> or in LSU's case, we'll let you come down on us if you break the so again. Ellis, play Nick. NCAA, <laughs> fix yourself. For the love of God, fix yourself. If you fuck up again, we'll play Nick. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we have a bunch of games this weekend, obviously. Uh, really great ones this time. A lot of, a lot of fun matchups. Including uh, two whole slides of rank versus rank. If we want to get into those first, all right, do it. NC State at Clemson. Kick us off here. Um, honestly, not sure what to make of this one yet. It doesn't feel like either team has really come into their own. And at the same time, both of them are ranked in the top ten. So that's where we're at in college football at the moment. I'm I'm just now realizing I picked NC State at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to change that to picking Clemson because neither I've seen the only thing the only difference is I've seen NC State play, and they they have a solid offense. There are some question marks on defense that I think DJ Uyunglele can exploit. And oh by the way, he's going to be playing at Death Valley. Yeah. So I I just have pleases if it pleases the nut. I'm changing my pick officially to Clemson. That's fine. All right, you did it on air. I'm okay with it. It won't reflect in the uh, the slide here for um, that's watching. But... So here's my thing with this. You're right, Ben. NCAA, uh, NCAA, NC State has some has some weaknesses on defense. Clemson has been solid. They've looked good this year. They pulled it off against Wake Forest. I just I don't know if they can piece it together against NC State. That being said, you're right. Those Defensive weaknesses are there. I don't trust DJ to exploit them all game. Um, so I, I'm going NC State on this one. I'm sticking NC State. I just think Clemson's a better team. Straight it's valid. Up. So I think – I don't understand all the preseason hype for NC State. I really don't. I felt like everybody was picking them to win the ACC for some reason. I and don't I don't get that either. I think they're a very good team. I don't think they're that fucking good, though. That, that's crazy to me. I don't – I think – NC State Wake Forest is going to be an awesome game and very evenly matched. I think Clemson should have beat Wake Forest by a lot more than they did. So, <laughs> going to double overtime and winning by two. So, I, I mean, we'll get yeah, it together I, eventually, right? Right. I think Clemson is just going to be the better team here, and it's at Death Valley, like you said. Uh, next up, though, we have uh, two SEC ranked matchups in a row to talk about here. Kentucky at Ole Miss, and Alabama at Arkansas. Um, yeah, I don't know why Kentucky's in the top ten, to be honest with you. Because they um, beat an SEC team. I will say it is fascinating that apparently you can build a top ten college football team with all of the Ohio high school football players that Ohio State didn't have. So, <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Kentucky, Cincinnati, you guys are set. (laughs) Uh, They ain't getting those players from Kentucky, I can promise you. At the same time, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I really do think they have the 
more complete team. I like a couple of pieces on Kentucky, and I think actually Will Levis translates better to the NFL than he does to this college system, which sounds weird because Will Levis is performing well at Kentucky so far this season. At the same time, he's like a prototypical pro-style quarterback in not exactly that kind of offense. Um, his own offensive coordinator is comparing him to Matt Stafford, and at the same time, they're not running anything like that. So I don't know what – I don't know. I, I I feel like at Ole Miss, too, I'm going to take Lane Kiffin on the Rebels. I, I like Mark Stoops way more than I like Lane Kiffin. Same. So Same. I'm I, I'm a – look, Mark Stoops already marched down into the swamp in one. There ain't no reason he can't win in Ole Miss. Well, I'm taking, I'll I'm taking say, Kentucky. I'll say Ole Miss is way better than Florida this year. So. <laughs> I know. I'm, 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 taking, I'm sticking Kentucky here. What are you thinking, Ben? I'm not picking a team that's wearing this on their fucking head. I refuse to pick Ole Miss. These helmets are an abomination to the Lord. And overall, Kentucky is officially a football school, and Ole Miss still doesn't know what their mascot is. I'm going with Kentucky. I, look, I don't know. I just had to confirm because you guys know I forget names. I had to confirm Mark Stoops' name, so I Googled uh, UK coach, and it still came up with Calipari. So I don't know if we call him a football school and the head basketball coach is the first thing that comes up still. That's why I'm taking Ole Miss. Uh, Alabama at Arkansas. <laughs> uh, we are the unofficial podcast of the Woo Pig Nation at the same time. I before you guys say, can I try and swing you real quick? I mean, because I have an entire try. argument. I am, I am all ears. All right, can we agree that Arkansas is better than Texas? Yes. Okay. For the past two years, Alabama has struggled on the road in hostile environments. They struggled last year against A and M, and it cost them the game. They almost blew it against Texas in Austin this year. Alabama's going on the road in a hostile SEC environment. Look, the Pigs are a good team this year. I think they're going to piece it together, and I think this is their game to lose because Alabama is going to honestly shoot themselves in the foot with the penalties. Their penalty <laughs> numbers on the road have been absolutely insane. We had that conversation not two weeks ago. I'm I'm riding the, I'm riding with the Pigs on this one. I love that argument. At the same time, here's where I'm at with it. Nick Saban doesn't let that happen twice in a single season. Um. I got to take Alabama, especially so close together. Like if this were, you're talking week one against Texas and they close out the year against Arkansas, then Auburn straight up. I mean, maybe, maybe they lose two. Maybe they get two road environments, get the better of them. I don't think it's going to happen this close together. They've been practicing that stuff like crazy right now because Nick Saban's pissed. And when you get, Dick Satan hard, it's it's tough to beat him. <laughs> Look, I would but, love for Arkansas to win. I'm just I'm taking yeah. it. No, you're you're fine. I I, I want to ride with KJ Jefferson. I think I'm going to change my pick for this one as well to Arkansas. But here's why. You're right. This doesn't happen to Alabama twice in a season. But the things that they fucked up against Texas, they have not improved and completely fixed against two wildly inferior opponents. They're able to beat up Louisiana Monroe because the Warhawks suck ass. They're able to beat up Vanderbilt because 
I just said the same thing about Louisiana Monroe. Do I need to repeat myself here? I I like Arkansas. <sighs> Fuck it. I'll take Arkansas on this one, too. I'll change another pick. Woo pig. <laughs> I like it. Woo pig. Sure, why not? <laughs> taking Alabama. Uh, <laughs> That's why Next not. up, we do have Oklahoma State at Baylor. Uh, first time they've played each other since the Big 12 championship game last year. Uh, they went one and one against each other last season. The home team did win uh, in the regular season, and then Baylor won uh, at the neutral site. I'm going to say that both of these teams really haven't changed much since the last time we saw them play each other. And because of that, I'm taking the home team. I mean, they have changed a bit. I'm not saying recruiting doesn't count or anything like that. Anything stupid. I'm just saying the core of these teams, I think, are still the same. I'm going to take Baylor. Oklahoma State has a lot of questions. They're not going. They're not going at the clip everybody kind of thought they would. Um, man, I just I want to have faith in this team. I really do. I don't see it happening in uh, what is it? Fort Worth. It's not Fort Worth. I oh, completely blanked. Waco. There we go. Yeah. I also, see it happening in Waco also have to remember, uh, Jim Knowles is no longer with Oklahoma State, and that defense has definitely looked different this season. Yeah. I guess that's the one big change. I was just saying the core is relatively the same. The players are, but the coaching staff's not, and that defense does not look the same. Uh, I don't think we've lost Tug to the... No, so Tua got... (laughs) So Tua reportedly had a back injury last week, obviously, with the head involved as well. Um, Not necessarily a scary hit that just took him down, but when he went down, his fingers got locked in a weird position. Uh, they're bringing the stretcher out now. Uh, it was a rough sack. Um, Mine's pretty yeah. smooth, I was going to say. What's up? Mine's pretty smooth. I, I did shave. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, I'm taking the folks on this one. I think they do look better this year. Um, they're making the right strides. Okay. Yes, the... Listen, the defense isn't you great. You just came out and said they look better this year. Just straight up contradicting everything that we said. And then you like that's just saying it so flippantly. It sounds it's just yeah, no, that's funny. cool. That's all I'm saying. Um the 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 issue is yes, their defense does not look as good. Um, but it they're also playing the Big Twelve, so you, you, you can almost get away with that, uh, at least to some degree. Uh this is gonna be a high scoring matchup. I'm I'm gonna take the Pokes. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, uh, Wake Forest at Florida State. I know Wake Forest is higher ranked. Florida State is favored in this matchup, though. It is at Florida State this weekend. Um, yeah, Wake Forest coming off a tough double overtime loss. <coughs> and Florida State is undefeated. I am good? also choking. Uh, but I'm yeah I'm gonna take Florida State. Um, I don't know that I have a really good reason for this. I just think I don't know. Sometimes you just get a vibe. I don't know. I I think Florida State has finally hit their stride with Mike Norville. 
and we're seeing the results and the payoff from that on the field. I, just, I, I guess what I'm trying to say, I feel like Wake Forest is technically the better team still right now. Yeah. I'm just I'm going to say Seminoles. I See, and I agree with you because I do – there's a lot of things about Wake Forest I like. Everybody knows I'm a big Sam Hartman guy. Probably as much as I am a K.J. Jefferson guy out of Arkansas. But the transformation for FSU from last year to this year is wildly noticeable. This is a very different team than what they had last year, and really not a ton of changes to the pieces there. It seems like everybody's finally bought into what Norvell's selling down there. And this team is primed to do some great things. I don't know that they make a playoff this year. I'm not saying anything crazy like that. Next year, two years from now, watch out for Florida State. It's great to have them back in the conversation. I think they're in the conversation, but I, I, I have more faith in Wake Forest. I know they're coming off a rough week, tough loss in double overtime. They're going to be a little extra tired, but hey, that is what it is. That's college football. I'm, I'm still taking Wake in this one, even on the road. And then our last ranked matchup of the weekend, this is an FCS matchup, the Richmond Spiders up against the Elon Phoenix. Um, that is Elon, North Carolina. Um, not Elon Musk. This university was founded in the 1800s. Get the jokes out now if you're going to make them. I don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that they haven't changed their name to the Muskrats. I really hope Richmond wins, just so we don't have to talk about them anymore. Because I feel like you guys are going to make these jokes every single time. And I don't know why. It's just like, come on. <laughs> um, at the same time, no, I... I really do like both of these offenses a lot. Uh, Richmond has been a little bit more efficient, but Elon has been very good as well. Uh, they they both have one loss in the season, both to their FBS opponents, and then ran through some pretty good FCS competition uh, with three wins apiece against the FCS. I don't know. This is probably actually going to be a pretty good game, pretty close game, relatively evenly matched. At the same time, I just feel like the Spiders are going to win this one. That's kind of where I'm at. Look, I'm going to be honest. We're like over on memeing, so I am 100% just picking the anti-meme policy here, and I'm going with Elon. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to pick against the Spiders. Uh, before we go on to our uh, our games, John, how much of that did you see when Tua went down? So... He- it was the way he was kind of slammed down. It was primarily on his back. Uh, like I said, his fingers got locked in a way I haven't seen before. Um, yeah. he w- It looked like he was throwing gang signs. He didn't give the thumbs up as he was coming off the field. I don't know that being said, another, uh, it looked like watch- watching him on the stretcher, it looked like his hands were back to normal. So it looks like his fingers at least unlocked. Um, that not necessarily a good or a bad thing. That's just the thing. Uh, so we're gonna have this is a situation we're gonna have to monitor. Is it Teddy Two Gloves time? It is Teddy Two Gloves time. No, give me Skylar fucking Thompson. He's Damn better than right. Teddy Two now, Gloves. Now we're talking. It's Skylar Thompson season, baby. MVP. Of the he's not active tonight, though. He's still he's still inactive tonight, which is frustrating. Bullshit. What are they doing down in Miami? That is awful. <laughs> All right, we got three more games to pick between here. Uh, Because we also picked some games to watch. 
And Bug, start us off. You got Illinois at Wisconsin. I know Illinois won last year. I got the Sickos Committee number 15 game of the week. Shout out, Sickos Committee. Uh, and this is part of the reason I took this. I didn't know where they had it ranked. I just knew this game was going to be fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and I am here for it, man. This is going to be... We talk about Big Ten rock fights all the time. This is going to be a Big Ten rock fight. And I'm riding with Illinois because I have no faith in Wisconsin. They haven't given me a reason to have faith in Wisconsin. And, uh, yeah, I like the Brett Bielema revenge story continuing on here. Man, if Illinois really does win this game, expect Paul Chris. I'm not kidding you. It's heating up right now with how bad they looked against Ohio State. And then to lose to Illinois years in a row. Especially if they keep him and they lose to Minnesota. There's no way he's staying for next season. The way it's sounding right now, the boosters aren't happy. I just feel like Wisconsin's a way better team. I will say the leading rusher in the entire Big Ten right now plays for Illinois. Um, at the same time, I don't know. The, the defense is supposed to be good for Wisconsin. Certainly didn't look good against Ohio State. You, you but want how to much take of the Illini. Is, I really don't. I just it's at Wisconsin. It was a it really felt like a fluke last year when Illinois did it at Illinois. They do that every once in a while. Illinois is good for one of those a decade. <laughs> yeah, this should be Wisconsin. Oh, this really should be Wisconsin. I'm sticking with Wisconsin on this one. They're a much better team all the way across. Um look then I appreciate the hometown pick there for Illinois, but it's not even a hometown pick. I, I just, I, this is Wisconsin's game to lose. It is. I'm thinking they do. <laughs> I'm thinking Iowa State at Kansas. Uh, Kansas undefeated for the first time since 2009. I know we talked about that last week a little bit as well. Iowa State is still favored in this game on the road at Kansas. Uh, and I think that's probably reasonable. Look, I love what Jalen Daniels has done with this offense. He has looked incredible. He is the team's leading passer. He's the team's leading rusher. It's not even close on either of those. Obviously, the leading passer, he's the quarterback. The leading rusher by a mile as well. So, what happens when you face a defense? Uh, I don't know that Kansas has faced a defense yet. Has there been a defense on the field when they play offense? I'm not convinced of that. So let's see if Iowa State can put together a defense. Um, and that Iowa game took a lot. I know Iowa as an offense really sucks. But for Iowa State to finally win that game, that's like a huge break. And I've Man, I don't know if I can pick Kansas in this one, even though I really do want Kansas to win, and I think this will be a great game. I let me let me show you how you pick Kansas. Kansas is gonna win this game. Um look, I'm gonna ride with the Jayhawks. I'm gonna ride with the hot hand right now. Uh man, this is just a fun team. And I'm going with them. I'm gonna keep riding them until they prove me wrong. I'm gonna ride with the Jayhawks. You you dick riding the Jayhawks a little bit? I said I'm gonna so ride speak. with. Not right on? No. The defending NCAA college basketball national champions are now playing basketball at a football school. 
here's here's the biggest thing for me. Like part of the reason I switched my pick for the Clemson game is that it's at Death Valley. And you know, I know going into this game that NC State's going to be expecting it. They know how tough a place that is to play at. Iowa State's only a three-point favorite, and let's be real, I think the crowd at Kansas is going to shock them. When is the last time Kansas had fans in the stands like that? They they had the doors open for people to come in for free last year. So it was an amazing environment against Duke. I expect very much the same this week against Iowa State, a conference game, a very winnable conference game at that. And above all else, I want to see Kansas fucking ring. So I that's want it. to win this game, and ultimately that's – that's a big reason of why I'm picking them because they should be ranked and they need to win to be ranked. Like I want Kansas to win. I just, I can't do it personally. <laughs> I can't pick Kansas in this one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so you got a game to pick to watch as well. Yeah. It's uh, the first leg of the commander in chief's trophy. I will actually yeah. be at this game. Uh, and the analysis I have for this game is very simple. It's two words. Sink Navy. I have two different words. Uh, well, one of them's the same. The other one's different. Navy sucks. As as we all know, I'm a big big Memphis fan. Memphis is three and one overall in the season, but they're one and three against the spread. Uh, that one win against the spread is against Navy. Yeah, because Air Navy Force is because Navy's. Yeah, go Air Force. Air Force is winning this game. <laughs> I swear to God, I will call for Troy's head on a pike if we meme ourselves on this one. You will call for his head on a pike if you win 48. That's how you are. It wasn't good enough for you. They didn't take enough deep shots. <laughs> okay, mister, they didn't double the spread. <laughs> it sucked. No, 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 no. Doug's excuse, for, <laughs> Doug's excuse for that is not that he thinks they suck. It's that then the college football playoff committee will think they suck. <laughs> we have to impress voters. It's not about impressing me at that point. Anyway, we're not talking about Ohio State right now until we get to the prospect preview because uh, we will in a second. Yeah, but like we're going to start off with an offensive prospect to watch out for this weekend. This is Avian Valade, running back for Arizona State. He is a transfer from Wyoming, so probably knows this name and probably dreads this name because he – Tore you guys up a couple times. Uh, four-year starter. Uh, actually, not four-year starter. Three-year starter Wyoming. Four years there with the program. Uh, did get hurt a little bit in 2020, and it was the COVID season, obviously. Not as many games. He's been decent. He's been decent his entire collegiate career. Now, moving up to a Power 5 program against Pac-12 defenses, we're going to see some things. Uh, especially starting off the year with a six and a half yards per carry. That's kind of insane. And if he can actually keep that up, he's going to elevate all the way up to maybe like a day two running back. I don't know if that's real yet. I need to see that out of him. So we're going to we're gonna keep an eye on Valaday here heading into draft season because, hey, if he turns it on against better competition, there's no reason not to draft him. And on the defensive side hey, of the ball. Hey, Ohio State. Here's Ohio State. Um, I am generally trying to avoid talking about Ohio State players in this segment because I could fill up the entire segment talking about everyone on the roster. I'm not going to do that. 
at the same time, it's hard to ignore a guy who has only started four games before this season and now is being called by his teammates and some of his opponents as a potential All-American candidate and linebacker. Um, Tommy Eichenberg has come on the scene in a huge way so far. He's thriving in Jim Knowles' defense. We talked about him when we talked about Oklahoma State coming to Ohio State. He's running a 4-2-5. That two-linebacker set involves Tommy Eichenberg a lot, um, and he's playing very well. Now, obviously, the stats right now looks like he is on track to at least potentially get that 100-tackle season. Last time any Ohio State defender has had 100 tackles in the season uh, was a lot longer ago than you think. It goes back to our national championship season in 2014. So if Tommy Eichenberg can do that, that would be extremely impressive in the Big Ten and for Ohio State. And he he's a huge disruptor right now, legitimately. He's playing very fast and getting to the ball very quickly. Um, he was undraftable before this season started. There was no way you would consider him. Now he's technically a senior, even though he only has three years of stats. Um, I think he's just taking his classes a lot faster than expected because according to how many years he's been with the football team, he should be a junior, but he's listed as a senior and he can come out this year with the season he's having right now. I, I believe that. So watch out for Tommy. Eichenberg. You're going to hear his name a lot more if he keeps us up. This isn't going to look good for Miami's. Uh, sorry, Doug, to cut you off, but I do have an update for the investigation to how Miami handled the concussion protocol. Uh, Tua has been officially listed as out with both head and neck injuries. Uh, after that hit, so I mean, who who the fuck is surprised by that? If you right. saw it, Jesus yeah. Christ. Terrifying. Also, Utah State BYU is seventeen seventeen with thirty seconds left in that first half. I don't understand this game. BYU has looked invincible for stretches, and then Utah State has been like freaking unreal for other stretches. I, this game is so weird. Is Utah State actually not bad? I don't know. It's a rivalry game. That is true. Also that. <laughs> but, Bug, do you have any non-NFL pro leagues? Uh, so we'll see, see if I'm on the fan council next year. Uh, because apparently there was they slid in a, uh, a late, 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 late summer Survey. There we go. Jesus. And uh, it was right as work was getting fucking nuts for me, so I completely missed it. Had no clue I even got it. Saw it. Was just going through stuff on my email the other day and stumbled across it. Uh, I didn't even go into it. It was. I'm sure it was asking a bunch of season review stuff again, which doesn't make sense. They pushed one of those out earlier in the year. Uh, and I think we've covered this already. There has been a rebrand of FCF. It is now fan-controlled sports entertainment right. uh, as a parent company, fan-controlled football and fan-controlled hoops, which is coming live here very shortly. I want to see fan-controlled chess. I want to see fan-controlled hockey. I don't. I want to see fan-controlled games. <laughs> NHL hits? Yeah, yes. Fan-controlled Texas Hold'em. <laughs> oh, that would be 
I <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot, and good on these. Our three big leagues that we follow here. Good on them for not having any huge news coming out. It's the NFL's time to shine. And I think it's, on top of, you know, just giving them their space, it's a smart thing to do so you're not trying to compete with them. Because let's be real, they don't sack up at all. They right. they offer right. something great when they're live. Otherwise, forget about it. But, to be honest with you, that's we have for the show unless you guys have something else you want to wrap up with, uh, I think it's time to send over to Tug for the links. All right, guys, our links, they will, as always, be linked in the description below. But if you are watching uh, or listening, you just want them read to you, we've got patreon.com slash football, twitter.com slash football, facebook.com slash football, instagram.com slash underscore football, football.com, mailbox at bdtfootball.com. If you're not watching us on Twitch, please do. Twitch.tv slash Big Dudes in the Trenches, all one word. And finally, our YouTube will be linked. Guys, I will not read that to you. I will spare everybody that. Um, YouTube.com slash characters. Yes. Exactly. Hey, you know, I, I've got other friends people. than you guys. Believe what? it or not. I know. No way. But one of them, he was a banker. Well, it was because he got fired from the bank today. A woman came in, asked him to check her balance, and he pushed her. Said it wasn't good. Pretty much. That was a joke. I was going to say, that checks. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's all the time we have on the show today. Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. All right. Thank you for watching or listening. And just remember, you can't win a game if you can't win in the training.